Welcome to another inspiring message from David Hall, pastor of LifePoint Church, Adelaide, Australia. It's our sincere prayer that you would experience the presence and power of the Holy Spirit as you listen to this message. For more information, please visit davidhall.com.au. If you have a Bible, turn with me please to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews. And uh, we're going to have a look at Hebrews chapter 11. I'm going to preach a basic word this morning, but I, I want us as a church to remember the, the, the critical importance of staying in faith in this season. And faith is not language necessarily, though that's a part of it. Faith isn't uh, just mental assent. It's a supernatural posture that we live by, by the grace of God. And I want to speak into faith this morning because I believe that as a church, if we would keep our faith strong in every area of our life, I'm talking about in your home, in your job, with your family, when it comes to this condition, I do believe that the greatest uh, defense that we have as a people of God over the ramifications of this stupidity that's taken over the world right now is faith. And so I'm believing that God's gonna do something in this house in the name of Jesus and right across the internet. And so let's read the word together. It says this, now faith is, somebody say now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are, in, uh, sorry, I want to read it correctly, which are visible. The things that we see were not made of things which are visible. Everything we see was created by unseen things, by words, by, by, by the conviction of God to create and to move something. And it happened by faith. It happened out of the wellspring of the thoughts of God and, and His desire to create a space for you and I to live, to have fellowship with Him. The world was formed by the Word of God. Words were not designed for communication. Words were designed for creation. The world was created by the Word of God. It's amazing to realize that we can live in an unseen space and unlock seen results. We can... We can, we can reach into the unseen and have seen tangible things become our realities in the name of Jesus. And, and right across our church, I want to speak this into your spirit and, and declare over your world, you will come through this in Jesus' name. The blessing of God is upon you. The grace of God is upon you and your households in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're at home, shout a good amen. But I want to talk about being faith people. The Bible says, now faith is. Now, and if, if there was any time in history that I believe it's good to have faith, it's now. I don't want to have faith yesterday or tomorrow. You probably heard me preach this before, but when Lazarus had died, the sister of Lazarus says to Jesus, he, he, she says, if you had come earlier when he was sick, he wouldn't have died. And, and, uh, and he says, this is not under death. She says, yes, I know he'll rise in the resurrection. See, she had past faith. She thought that if Jesus could have done something sooner, uh, everything would have been okay. And then she said, oh, but he'll rise in the resurrection. And right there, she had faith for the future. 
But she didn't have faith for right now. She didn't have present now faith that Jesus could do something right now. And I want to encourage you, wherever you are right now, let's not have faith. Okay, as soon as this thing's over, everything's going to be good. If only this thing didn't happen, everything would be good. Listen to me right now, church. Now faith, what a time for the church to rise. What a time for business people in our church to rise. What a time for you to make decisions and have faith to believe God. I encourage you, let's walk in faith in this season. Let's have faith to believe that God is gonna let the righteous prosper. Maybe I'm getting a bit a bit too old school, word of faith, Pentecostal, but I declare over you in this season, a wealth transfer, the wealth of the wicked will be laid up for the righteous. The church of God will rise. The people of God will rise. And God's going to do something good in you and through you and in your world. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. Now faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. It's a substance. It's substantial. It's a real thing. It's an unseen thing, but it's a real thing. And it goes on to say it's the evidence of things not yet seen. The evidence Isn't it amazing when you think about faith is admissible in court to remove all reasonable doubt? Evidence gets rid of reasonable doubt. So some of us have our doubts, but faith in itself is evidence. That word evidence also means the title deed. You might not be physically in a property, but if you have the title deed, you own the property. It's yours. Whatever happens in that property, it's your property. It's your house. It's your home. Even if you're not in it, it belongs to you because you have the title deed in your hand. Faith is the title deed that you have access and ownership over things that you may not even see in the natural right now. And that's why we have to understand that faith is the very thing that you and I need to have. It's a conviction. It comes from the Greek word pistis, which means a confident, persuaded conviction. How's your conviction levels right now? How's your persuasion that God's for you? How's your, how, how's your confidence right now? The world, when the world gets shaky, why does the economy drop? Because confidence goes. People don't have confidence. So what's faith? It's confidence in times where the stock market, where the dollar goes, what do we have? No, we have a confidence. As a church, let me tell you, as your pastor, I promise you, I may not be a perfect man, but I've got faith and I've got confidence that on the other side of this, let me even, I'm even gonna correct myself, not even on the other side of this, right now, that we're gonna increase, that people are gonna get saved watching today in their homes. And do you know, today, Life Point's not just in Taylor and Bend and Adelaide, now it's all over the world. I'm sure people are logging on. I've had reports of people in the States, people in New Zealand, people in South Africa, people watching from all over the world. I want to tell you, wherever you are, have faith. Have a God confidence that God will get you through this in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Bless God. I could run through a troop and leap over a wall. I haven't leapt for quite some time, but I feel a leaping anointing. I want to give you, I want to give you seven thoughts this morning about faith. I'm believing God's raising up in our church, if I was using for a, t- a title for the message, raising up a new breed of faith people. I'm believing for our church to have a new breed of faith people. I, I'm talking to you. I'm talking right, right, right in your, to your iPad, to your iPhone, to your TV, to your whatever other Android. I'm talking to you at your home that God is absolutely raising up in our church a, a new breed of faith people. 
I'm a faith man. I want you to be a faith man and a faith woman. And, and this is what it looks like. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you seven thoughts. And I, I think I've I think I've half covered the first one, but number one, if you're writing this down, faith people know these truths. Number one, that faith is the evidence. You know, I don't know if I've said it in staff meeting or if I've said it here already online, but the week before this whole thing went chaotic, first week of March, God spoke to my heart and, and, and I told Donna and, and we, had, we felt God lead us to give. And, and, and to be honest with you, it wasn't, we just don't have, we're not just here with money to throw around or anything like that. We're like all of you in this season. And God spoke to us to give. So we gave a, a substantial offering to, a, to, to another church outside of our own, not connected really in any way. And we did it because, not, not, I didn't believe it, believe me, I didn't want to. I did it out of obedience to God and, and God spoke to me. I remember years ago, I was preaching in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and there was a, a very sick woman in that, in that church. And I felt like the Lord spoke to me to give her a sum of money. And, and I remember it just got too hard because I, when you're overseas, you, you have a credit card. You can't just go to the bank and get cash out. You can't just do a bank transfer. And, and so it was a bit of a challenge. And it was one of those things that I, I just let go. I, not, not in disobedience, but delayed obedience, I guess, is disobedience. But I, but I let that go. And I, I always remembered that when God speaks to you about a seed, it's because He has a harvest on His mind. And I knew that God had spoken to me to do that, and I never did it. And I always wondered, I, I always wondered what was on the other side of my obedience. And, I, and God's kind, God's good. He'll give you another opportunity. But in this season, uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm so heartened by the fact that God spoke to me and said, do this, because my bank balance might say one thing, but that's not the evidence of God's uh, plan for my life and for our future in, in our season. The evidence is our faith. And so I can tell you, there's evidence for Donna and I that we made some faith decisions. So you say, David, are you worried about all this? Look, in the natural, I can see the ups and the downs, but I can tell you, I have a confident assurance because I've got some seed in the ground that I know that whether COVID-19 exists or not, God's faithful to His Word and God promises that He's gonna be a blessing and bless us. And so my question to you is, what are you doing by faith right now? Everybody's battening down the hatches. Everybody's breathing in. We're, we're, we're losing our confidence. Why don't you take steps of faith and believe God? I got friends right now who are ramping up their giving. They're ramping up their prayer. They're ramping up their audacious faith. Why? Because because it's not a season to shrink back. It's a season to know that our faith is enough. But it's not faith in faith. It's faith in the power of God to get you through. Because we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And I, I want to encourage the church, listen to, listen to me when I'm preaching this today. I want, I, I'm believing God. There's a new breed of faith people rising up in the name of Jesus. I can hear your amens all the way from Birdwood. I can hear them all the way from Norwood. I can hear them all the way from Elizabeth and Salisbury East and Salisbury North and Modbury North. Hey, mum. Faith is the evidence. Number two. Hey, let me just say there, because if I don't finish this, it doesn't matter. Number one, faith. This is a thought I want you to get in your spirit. Your faith in God is actually enough for you to know you're going to make it. So what does that look like? That means let's, let, 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 let's pray in faith. Let's stand in our firm belief. Let's, let's speak the Word of God. Let's confess the Word of God. Standing in faith is the title deed. You say, how do I know I'm going to make it? Well, I've got faith. 
I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how it's all going to happen, but I've got faith. And as long as we stand in faith, we can have victory. I pray you don't just make it through. I, I, I pray you flourish in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Can someone say amen? Number two, faith is spiritual. It's not mental ascent where, all right, I've got faith. Mm, faith. I mean, just walk around and you just walk and talk a bit, a bit differently. Faith is actually a spiritual thing. The Bible says that we've all been given a measure of faith. And so you had enough faith that when somebody said, Jesus Christ loves you, he has a plan for your life and is real, you had enough faith to accept him at his word and give your heart to him. And as a result, you're now born again. You're living in victory. You're saved by the grace of God. And isn't it so gracious that God actually gave you the very thing that you would need to take a hold of his grace? He gave you the one thing. It might have been the size of a mustard seed, but can I tell you, faith begins to grow. And so if we grow our faith, we're not growing just some mindset. We're actually growing a spiritual gift that God's given to every person. Faith is actually spiritual. There is a realm of the Spirit. There's a heaven, there's a hell, there's angels, there's demons, there's the Holy Spirit, there's the enemy. And I'm not placing them on equal footing. One triumphs over the other, we know that. But access to that spiritual realm is by faith. How do we receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit? By faith, because he says, you, he, I will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Everything that the cross has purchased is available to us through faith. And that's provision, that's blessing, that's answered prayer, that's miracles, that's breakthroughs, that's, that's all of the anointing of God. It's the gifts of the Spirit, it's the power of heaven. Everything you need is accessible by faith. Faith is a very spiritual blessing to possess in your life. By faith, the unseen becomes seen. By faith, the supernatural becomes natural. By faith, those things that seem impossible become possible. Church, would you, would you get it in your heart today that God wants to give you a faith injection in this time to believe God that when you come out of this, you're coming out of this stronger. You're coming out blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're at home, just high five something, even if it's in an Animate object, even if it's your dog, high five your dog. Clark Taylor is a is a famous old preacher here in Australia, and I was watching him on YouTube, and he says, when it comes to the realm of faith, it's like going to Woolies pre-corona when they actually had stuff that you could buy. He said it's like going to Woolies, and if you want cornflakes, you reach up and you grab your cornflakes and you put it in your trolley. Faith is us extending and reaching into the spirit realm and taking it into the natural realm. Some of you need to do that with toilet paper. Just reach in and take it right now in Jesus' name. However, I don't even know if toilet paper is available in the realm of faith right now. I think there's a shortage everywhere. Faith is spiritual. It unlocks the realities of the spirit realm. It's spiritual. Don't, don't trivialize it. Some people go, oh, you're, you're just... You know, you're just one of those faith churches. Yeah, we are, because faith is a spiritual posture and it shows humility. See, some people might say, oh, faith people are arrogant people. No, we're the most humble people in the world. Our humility is actually quite incredible because, because we're saying, I can't do it. But if he says it can be done, it can be done. And so what does faith actually look like? Complete trust in God. 
What does Proverbs say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. Can I sum that up in one word? Faith. And church, I want to encourage you. Let's be, let's be faith people. Hallelujah. Purabashanda. Number, number two. No, no, no. Sorry, number three. Faith is divine perspective. It sees the invisible and it sees the impossible. The world was created from things that were not visible. So faith is divine perspective. In other words, it sees through the lens of what God sees and, and, and it sees and it talks at a higher level. You know, I've been talking to a lot of people. I've had a, my phone has just gone and gone and gone during this, uh, this virus. And it's amazing to see people who are totally sort of sitting back going, I, I don't know if we're going to make this through. But they, sometimes they seem like the people to me that are actually going to it in the natural. And then I've seen some people who've got everything to be nervous about going, oh, God's going to get us through. It's a, there's a God confidence. And I encourage your life point, let's be faith people. Let's, let, let, let's, let's see this thing through the lens of what God sees. When David saw Goliath, he, he, he didn't see uh, that from an object, uh, from, from, a, from a perspective, sorry, of limitation. He saw it from a perspective uh, of opportunity that, that he was going to be able to take that giant down. We've got to look at this virus from a perspective of opportunity and faith, not limitation, because God's in the center of it. Did he cause the virus to happen? I don't believe God gave a bat virus and then someone ate the bat. What, what I believe with all of my heart is all things work together for good for all those who love him and a called according to his purpose. And, and this is no surprise to God, but I'm believing God that the righteous will flourish. But let's see how God sees. Let's speak how God speaks. Let your declaration. Let me tell you, as a staff, we've had to bounce with this thing and, and, and try to sort of play the, the ball as it's been dealt to us. But not for one minute have I heard anyone on our team say, I don't think we're going to get through this. I don't think we're going to make it. I mean, it's not as fun preaching to an empty room as it is preaching to all of you in person. But you know something, I feel like I'm talking to you anyway. I feel like I'm with you anyway. I, I, feel, I feel like more of you are watching today than normal anyway. And you're doing it from the comfort of your own home. Don't get too used to it. And because uh, once church starts, we're going to start sending police to people's houses and finding you for isolation and telling you you need to be back at church. And, no, I'm joking. We probably won't do that. But if we could, you know that I would. Anyway, I've gone off on a tangent, but I do want to say this. Not one of our team is saying we're not going to make it. I can tell you, I feel like I've got more vision in my heart than ever before. I'm believing God for big things. We don't serve a little Holy Ghost. We serve a big Holy Ghost. And He's able and He's doing good things. Faith. Somebody say faith. In your home, turn to your wife. Say faith. Husband, say faith. Say it to your grandma if she's in the house, but keep social distancing. Number four, faith fears God. More than man. Faith fears God more than man. In this season, can I, can I say, use your social media to be a witness. You'll see on mine, I'm saying things like, let's pray in the Spirit, let's believe God. But let's also uh, make sure that on social media, you know, sure, we say, wash your hands. By, by all means, wash your feet, whatever it takes to get rid of the virus. And, and blow your nose into some mask. I don't know. I, I think I've been putting a mask on my hands and washing my nose. I've got it all wrong. But what, what, I, what I do know is let's not just be pragmatic. 
I'm talking to life point people. Let's say, hey, if there's anything I can pray for, I'm praying for it. Believe God. Let's let's just keep in that space where, where we're not just accepting, oh, okay, this virus is coming through. Oh, we'll just do whatever we can. Let's accommodate this thing. No, let's bind that thing in Jesus' mighty name. Come again, sin in Jesus' name. It's not touching my children. It's not touching my wife. It's not touching my home. It's not touching my mother or my father. Or I was gonna say my grandma, but if it, she's in heaven. So so. We, we think. So, she's in heaven. <laughs> Amen. We've got to believe God. Let, let, let's not fear what people think. Let's believe God for something good to happen. Let's not make our decisions out of what's living within the socially acceptable way to speak right now. Speak the Word of God in Jesus' name. Declare the Word of God in Jesus' name. Number, number five, faith is taking authority. Jesus said before He left the, the earth, He said, in my name you'll cast out demons. You'll speak with new tongues. When He said you'll cast out demons, what's He saying? I'm giving you authority over the devil. Take authority in Jesus' name. Declare things by faith. And, and then in Matthew 28, he said, he, 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 said, he said this, He says, all authority is given in my name. All authority in heaven and earth is given in my name. That's the name of Jesus. He says, go therefore. All authority is in the name of Jesus. So go therefore. Know that in this season, you have authority. Number six, faith is, number five, faith is taking authority. Number six, faith is action. James 2.14 says, faith without works is dead, being itself alone. Faith and works. What's works? Let's, let's use a better word, maybe action, accompanying action. Faith and accompanying action, they go together. They're like hand and glove. One translation says you cannot separate faith from actions of faith. Faith looks like an action. Faith is an internal conviction with an external response. We see it all through the Bible, steps of faith. Noah built an ark for a coming flood in Genesis 7:5. Abraham left his father's house for a land never seen. Genesis 12, verse 4. The widow baked a meal for the prophet before the provision ever came. 1 Kings 17, 13. Naaman dipped in the dirtiest river in, 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 in the world uh, seven times before he got healed. David had to face a giant, 1 Samuel 17, 48. Joash had to strike the ground with arrows, but God gave him the victory. 2 Kings 13, 18. A woman with an issue of blood. She had to touch the garment of Jesus in Matthew 9, 20. The servants had to fill the water pots before the wine would flow at the marriage feast of Cana in John 2, 7. 10 lepers had to make their way to the priest to demonstrate they were healed. Luke 17 and 14. The blind man had to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. John 9, verse 7. Peter had to go to the lake and catch a fish with his tax. Now you don't have to do that. You just apparently have to apply online. But he did it. Matthew 17, 27. Four men had to open a roof. And, and get their friend healed in Mark 2 and 3. 120 had to wait for 10 days for the coming and the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 2. Peter had to preach at Cornelius' house before the fire of God would fall and the gospel would then go to the Gentiles in Acts 10. Paul and Silas had to sing in a prison before the ground would shake in Acts chapter 16. That's what faith looks like. It's singing in a storm. It's Praising God when it's impossible. If God says, be generous right now, listen to me. Be generous. I'm not talking to lot about, 
offerings. This is not about an offering. This is if God prompts you to get some groceries for your neighbour, do it because God has a harvest on His mind. And it's a good witness to your neighbour anyway. The byproduct is we can share the gospel and the other byproduct is we can be blessed. Church, I want to tell you today, we have to be people who don't just talk faith. Oh, I've got faith. Glory to God. Show me your faith. Because number seven, faith is visible. The Bible says in the book of Mark and chapter two, after their friends, the, the, the four gentlemen dropped their friend who, 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 was, who was crippled through the hole in the roof that they tore open in that home where the Bible says the power was present to heal them. The Bible says Jesus saw their faith. Now their faith's obvious because they cut a hole in somebody's roof. They lowered down a friend. That's obvious faith. But right in the book of Acts 14, Paul's preaching and there was a sick man. And the Bible says, Paul says, I perceived he had faith to be healed. What does that look like? It's a leaning in. It's a hunger after God. It's a belief that is able. It's a belief that is not only able, but is willing in that moment. Church, I, I pray we'd have a visible faith that, that, that has the evidence of an external response. And let's see God do something. Faith people, generous people. Don't, don't abandon all the good things that are in your heart because there's a virus. Here, here's the word of the Lord. Virus or no virus, be people of faith. Paul says to Timothy, preach the word in season and out of season. Just because it's necessarily the time to talk about taking ground and going forward doesn't believe we should, doesn't mean we should back off our message. Let's press in. Maybe if Mitch can come, let's press in and believe that God is going to do something supernatural in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I tell you, I sense His presence. This is, this is stirring up uh, joy in my heart. And, and I, I just want to pray for people. Firstly, I'd love us to all stand. I'd just love you to lift your hands to God. And right across Life Point Church, I'm just going to pray and believe God for a fresh injection of faith for a fresh injection of the power of God to fill your heart and to fill your life. And right across this room, right across our church, let the power and the presence of God flow like a river. Lord, give, give people the kind of faith that causes the devils of hell to tremble. Right now in Jesus' name, I pray LifePoint would have a faith injection. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it was an encouragement to you. If you'd like to know more about David and Donna, please visit our website, davidhall.com.au.